everybody. Welcome to another episode of Back Talk. I'm Julia. And I'm Kayla. We're Welcome, here with you guys. episode 83. Yes, we are back. It has been a little while. Um, mm-hmm. How many? It's been like, what, three, <laughs> three weeks? <laughs> okay, half of it, well, I'll say it was my fault. The other half, we had a little technical <laughs> issue. And, yes, I was and then I went on vacation. <laughs> and yeah. now we're back. Yes, I'm sure, yeah, I'm life sure y'all happens. are tired of us. Yes, I'm sure y'all are tired of us. We're tired of us, but we're back. Amen. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so we can so start off without with, um, further ado. Yes. Yeah. Do, do you want to jump start? right into what's like good? Have, I feel like you have more than me. Um, I know one for sure that I definitely want to talk about. I want to talk about Summer Walker's album. It's called Over It. I mm. love this album. Like I've been listening to it since like for about a week now. And I love mm-hmm. it. Like every time I listen to it, I'm like, how don't people like it? I don't understand. What do you like about it? Maybe that's maybe that's what I should ask. I don't what do know. You like I just it? like I like the I like the song arrangements. I like her voice. I like the content. How it's like it's real heart. It's real heartbroken. It's it's real yeah, like I angsty. Personally, can't I can't do? Yeah, I like it so much. Like I like the samples. I love 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 the features. That is one thing that I can say. Like I love every song. I love the feature that she picked. So my favorite song still, like, as I keep listening, is the song with A Boogie. And it is called, I don't remember. I can't do names of songs because I'm old. I still don't know who um, A Boogie is. But I like the ones that don't nobody like. I like the one with Usher. And then I like the one, I like Girls Need Love. Oh, my God. you can, Julia, you cannot pick Girls Need Love why that's, that's because that the doesn't one count that I like. it's like a, she literally put it last like she's just like i'm just gonna put it on here because y'all like it but it i like count the song I, and i like song. the one with drake two people are like oh drake should have went on it i like i like the version you like the drake yeah, I like version, the version okay. with drake yeah my What's favorite one part on it he just inserts himself sometimes <laughs> he does that a lot like you just come on un- like we love the song before you got here i mean great do you that see you're how here, he like he he you didn't enhance the song up? at all to me. You see, yes, I stand with like, Drake. Oh, That's me. I'm inspired. And she was like, and Summer was like, LOL, thanks. He and was like, nah, like, like <laughs> he was thirsty. <laughs> I, I understand because I love the album too. So I'm like, I feel I what you know. feel. It's me and Drake. It is just me and Drake because even like my little sister, I was like, before I got a chance to listen to it, I asked her and she was like, it's all right. It's not really all that. And I'm like, are you kidding? Like, I like it a I lot. Just, like I said, the it's song very was, head ass. It is. The song with Janae Aiko, I really like, even though, like, that's not really my type of content. Like, I don't, I, I'm not a I'll kill you because I love you so much kind of girl. Like, that's not cute, sis. But, um, I like that song a lot. Content. That's, yeah, it's not my, it's not me. Um, I like the one with Six Lack. I like, the one with Usher, I will say, has grown on me. And I even, oh, like, Body okay. is, like, my song. The one with, yeah, the one with Usher's grown on me. Like, I still feel like he outsang her on the song, but I mean, you know, it's Usher, so what can you do? But yeah, it's a very, like for me, it doesn't even feel like 18 songs. Like it's a play all the way through kind of album and I like it. Ugh, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I just, Summer Walker's content has never been my favorite. Like I just can't get into it. I really want to because I do follow her on Instagram. I like her personality. She's cool. People be talking about her, talking about she's dirty and stuff like that. Like, yeah, whatever. But I really like her, con. Mm-hmm. like I like her Instagram content. Like I like her personality, but her songs, I just can't get behind them. Like I... I don't her subject matter is just not I don't know I, I don't like it but I do like girls see love I like that one that one that one I read that resonates with me as as 
I enjoy it. But everything okay, else, that's I, fine. I don't know. I don't. That know. is fine. I, is it next on my list? Is that all you got for what's good? <laughs> that is all I had. That's my summer walker over at recap. Cute album. I like it. The songs bop. It's it's it's. I don't know. It's cute. I do think that her next. and London on the track make great make great magic together. They're cute together, and then he produced her whole album. And I think he did a really good job on it. I, I really do. I agree. I agree. I think he did a great job. The production is great on the album. Not a single complaint from me. Um, next yeah. on the list is something that's near and dear to both of our hearts. Our sistrin, our, our motivational president. coach. Yes, my life coach, JT, is finally <laughs> out of jail. Finally. I mean... The thing is, it was like when I found out that she was out, like I didn't even believe it. Like I didn't react. I didn't say anything. I didn't tweet anything. I was like, let me go double check. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. have played one too many times with us about her being home. Yeah, it but, was too um, many hoaxes. And I'm just like, no. Mm-mm. But yeah. then I saw that she posted something. I'm like, okay, well, maybe she posted yeah, something about first real. day out or something like that. Yeah. And then the part that I hated was Lil Baby, how he told everybody that she was in the halfway house. Like, come on, bro. You didn't have to. <laughs> you. oh leave it leave it up to niggas that was like that dates back to episode like who who asked you to tell the whole internet that date backs to back talk the podcast episode one niggas talk too much you didn't have to say that you did not have to tell that girl's business at all like she's out the caption was complete Right. right here you go talk about oh you need to add in the halfway house <laughs> i commented what? under i said you didn't have to tell i you didn't have you didn't have to tell her business you, you didn't really have to did. say that you she was in the halfway house like, nobody else said that nobody like why you know what you know what it's niggas There's what no is a halfway house it's 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 to my understanding that a halfway house is like it's like house arrest but like it's like house arrest camp like you go there, camp. but like, well, not like camp, but like you can't leave. Like you have to live. <laughs> I just noticed I said camp. So like you can't leave. It's like, it's like, <laughs> it's like a boarding house for like people who are oh on God. like. House that's a better, that's a better analogy. Not the camp, not day camp. Oh my God. <laughs> so it's like a boarding house for like people who are like on house arrest, like probation and shit. Like it's still jail but like you're amongst like you can breathe regular air like you can you know can she leave it's like, it's like a it's i it depends a lot of people's house arrest situation not house arrest halfway house situation is set up different some people they just have to be back by a certain time some people they have to get permission to leave it just depends on the parameters of your um of your halfway house situation yeah. it, 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 it differs but um it's it's like a, it's like a transitional thing like they help like in a regular person like it would be like okay you're gonna stay here while we make sure you find a job while we make sure you're out of trouble you're adjusting especially if you did like hard time like they want to mm-hmm. like quote unquote help you get readjusted into society but i think like she's gonna readjust just fine like let that girl yeah, out. I readjust better in my bed like right. <laughs> i would feel like, more comfortable at my own house thank you uh it's 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 a scam but i mean yeah. i'm happy that she's amongst the general population she's back on twitter and instagram i just want to i, I can't yes. wait for her to yes. start performing again I, I know it's gonna be magical when she performs act up for the first time when I realized that that is her vocals that first opening line real ass but i was like wait 
The mm-hmm. first time she performs that, I'm going to get chills just watching the video. Yeah. Like I is, I'm going to feel it in my spirit. Like, do you know how many times I've re- I might put like a compilation video of every time that I've gotten the aux cord and played that song. <laughs> and, <I'm just> gonna- <laughs> and every time you already know what song I'm going to pick and then just record it. I'm going to put a video together of all the times I've done when she whenever she drops her first performance and she does that line. I'm going to put a compilation video together because. That's going to be I've been holding you down. Meant, right? <laughs> that song was like really big. That line, like that line yeah. made the whole song. I can't yes. wait. I can't wait. Happy for JT. Happy to have you back, sis. Yes. Um now, um is that all you have? For what's good? Yeah, that's all I had. Mhm. Okay. So for really for me really quick, I just I want to talk about Wale's album. So his album came out last Friday, I believe. It's been out about a week, um, a week so far. And I love it. Like I, you know, Wale, I hate to be that guy, but it sounds like old Wale. Like it sounds like 2009 Wale. When he was with MMG, like it was very much like, I don't really like this. I was happy for him because he was with like a major label, but like the songs he was coming out with, I was like, mm, I don't really, I'm not fucking with it like that. Like I like the few songs mm-hmm. here and there, but it just wasn't, it didn't seem very authentic to me. And he didn't seem happy while he was on the while they was on the internet crying like all the time. It's like, bro, every but day. now I feel like with this album, he had full creative control over it. It's great. Production is amazing. Like the features, like he has a song with Boogie, Ari Lennox. He has a song with Six Lack. Um, I think he has a song with Kelly Price. Well, the song, yeah, that is Kelly Price on okay. there. He has a song with, right. He has a song with this guy called Pink Sweats. Apparently everybody knows who this person is, but me anyway. I've but, heard um, of Pink Sweats, but I don't know their music it's yeah i don't know i don't know but i like the song i I like everything on the album like the only song i don't really like is the one with uh meek mill it's just uh i don't know but everything else yet but i will yeah it's like no skips for me (laughs) it's the second song i like a lot it's um it's afro beats it's kind of like afro beats like that type of Mm -hmm. you know vibe and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, Wale, you know, go ahead and embrace your 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 Nigerian heritage. It, it's nice. I like the whole album. I've been running it into the ground. Like it, it. it hasn't gotten stale. I think you would like it. It hasn't gotten if stale for me stop yet. Stop playing. If I could just stop playing Summer Walker, I could take a break. And there's so many just albums I have not listened to. Yeah, but I I'm like that. Like I will if I like something. Like I was listening to Young and Made. Like since it dropped until I started listening to Summer. Like I will stay on it if I like it. Mm-hmm. So I just gotta I gotta break free. I haven't even listened to the baby yet. I haven't listened to um. Oh, Kirk is good. I like it. Yeah, I haven't listened. I keep hearing that, and I'm like, I just I cannot stop being a head ass for ten seconds to skip yeah. over. People don't like um. People don't like Kirk, but I like it. Like I said, I, I think I, I mentioned it on really? here before, but like I thought everybody liked it. Yeah, you no, know, I've seen a lot of people that say they don't like it. But the thing I like about it is it's a lot of songs, but like they're all short. So like it's okay. like a long album, but like the shit is over in thirty minutes, which I enjoy. You know, but yeah, okay. I love the baby. I think I had one he more. I think everything. I had put it. I don't remember. I don't remember if it was this week or last week. These weeks are all like gliding together some way. But I was supposed to talk about Little Kim at some point. But I don't remember if I already did. Yes. Okay. I don't. I don't know what what happened with Little Kim. I don't remember. Neither here nor there. Anyways, she had an album come okay. out, and there's one song on there that I. Oh, okay. So it was because I listened to her album because she. I was just running through the track list, and she has a song with City Girls. Hate it. Uh-huh. Do not like that song. Don't play it. Oh, don't say man. I didn't warn you. Um. Damn. <laughs> Yes, it samples Miss New Booty. Listen, Ugh, no thank you, ew. not my brand. But 
right after is a song where she redid um Lil Dirk No Auto Dirk and I was like wait a second I like stumbled upon it and it's really good oh Wale has a song with Lil Dirk on his album and I finally heard how that man's voice sounds and I'm like oh okay well this is now Lil Dirk can stay on beat he he's 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 one that can stay on beat I like Lil Dirk but um so So yeah that was a a um, cute song he's not like his um, counter like no He's not like a um a Gerbo where it's just like you just gotta listen and just you know bop along I guess but um I like Little Dirk I've always liked him I liked his music um mm-hmm. so that was a pleasant surprise so shout out to Little Kim staying relevant with the kids like sis okay I yeah. see you. so that was that yeah. was it that's all I had yeah so I, uh, Wale is really the only thing that I've been listening to and I don't mind everything else has been shitty so yeah yeah. As far as clownery goes, I would like to give um, <clears throat> the clown award to none other than myself this week. And I will explain to you all why. Oh, wow. So, I had nothing. So we have nothing but time. Yeah. So the past few days I've been on vacation. Um, I left for New Orleans early Monday morning, like 6 a.m. Um, my reason for going to New Orleans, I just needed a vacation. A, B, because it's my favorite place in the whole world. C, because I wanted to go to the Lucky Day concert. So y'all have ta- heard me talk about Lucky Day um, on this show more than once. Um, you know, I love him. He's a great singer. He puts on an amazing show. Um, so I get to New Orleans uh, on Monday morning. The, it was a straight flight. It was like an hour and a half. I did like a tour, um, which was really great. I did a tour of uh, this part of town called Treme. Um, and it was by like a young black guy. His name is Malik. Um, I'm going to tag him like when when the episode comes out i'm gonna tag the information um, about it but it was a really really great tour like he took me around this this part of town called treme um if you're from new orleans or ben like if you're familiar with the area you know what i'm talking about it's i've already i already loved new orleans because i feel like it's just a culture rich city and i i felt like i felt connected to it like ever since i you know went there the first time but this tour opened my eyes up to so many different things i love the fact that everything in that city has a meaning and you know he was really knowledgeable he was saying like he was born in New Orleans. His dad was born in New Orleans. His grandfather, his grandfather's dad, his grandfather's dad's dad. Like it went back seven generations and they were, everybody was born and raised in New Orleans. He gave me the history of it. He was talking about how, um, you know, the, basically how the ancestors is, it's, um, a city that's built on like, you know, African traditional religion, basically. He said that, um, a lot of people say that, that like a motto is like New Orleans is of Oshun because New Orleans was once underwater. Um, it was and then you know mm-hmm. it, it was once underwater then it turned into like a big swamp and then you know the city was built just on that and he was saying like you know how the slaves like how they used to come together in a part of town called Congo Square like it was just it was I, I can't recall everything I have it all written down and all recorded but it was so great like I enjoyed myself so much with that tour so um, moving right along, that's when the ratchet shit happened. So um, after the tour was done, we went and checked in our oh, hotel. Yeah. You went. <laughs> and that, that's when you know shit you went balance. downhill. You need balance. It's okay. You need balance. Yeah, like it was, it was, it was so bad. So like after the tour, we went and checked into our hotel. After we went and checked into our hotel, we um we put our stuff down and we were like, oh, we're gonna just sit down for a little bit, and then after that, we went. And we set out on foot to go look for a liquor store because we're like, we don't want to go on Bourbon Street. We don't want to do all that. Let's just pregame in the hotel. It was me okay. and a friend of mine. 
she was like let's let's we'll just get a bottle and we'll drink in the hotel that was fine like we made it to the liquor store got what we needed came back to the hotel and we started drinking so half the bottle is gone and we're still laying down so we're like no we need to get up we're gonna go out so we went got up got out we had met these guys at um a restaurant earlier it's a black owned restaurant mm-hmm. in new orleans called neow's so we excuse me ew that was gross we went to eat um and then we met the guys and he was like, oh, he t- uh, he was like, let's exchange numbers so we can like, you know, go out later. So he and another friend of his, he took us out to this bar on Frenchman Street. So we already like the whole bottle was basically gone between me and my friend <laughs> by the time we we left out. Bottle of Crown. So the whole bottle was basically like, but we were feeling nice. Everything was great. So he took us to this bar on Frenchman Street, um, him and his friend, and then they bought us drinks or whatever. He was like, all y'all need is one drink, you'll be straight. When he, when I tell you, I was looking at the bartender, pour my crown and coke. When I tell you there was no measurements going on, the bartender wasn't even right. fucking looking. Wasn't even looking at my cup. He was looking at something off, doing something else, and just pouring crown, and then he put like a splash of coke. And I'm like, all right, well, right. I'll just be a trooper and drink this shit with tears in my eyes. So I drank it. And I'm like, okay, I know my limit. And I refuse to get sick out here. So I stopped. I stopped drinking. And then another one of my homeboys from college, shout out to Chris, like he looked on my Instagram story and saw that I was in New Orleans and he was like, oh shit, like, what are you doing in town? Let's link. Like, he was like, I moved here like randomly a few months ago. So me and my friend, we were like, oh, we'll go meet up with him. So we left that bar and went to another bar to meet up with him. We get there. My friend is still ordering drinks. And I'm like, girl, oh, God. I cannot take anymore. She's like, well, I'm, I'm going to order. Like, she was having a time of her life. So she ordered a drink. She was like, come on, let's get some more drinks. So I got another Crown and Coke. Oh, so I was fine. I was I was drunk as as all hell. I don't remember much after that. But I was okay. <laughs> I didn't. Th- I, the, the moral of the story is I did not throw up that night. So, okay. I was about to say. <laughs> So I, I was fine everything was fine and i was like after that drink i was like this is the end i am not drinking anything else so we just walked down frenchman street you know bullshit and shooting the shit dancing down the street doing shit that people in new orleans do when they're being super duper tourists um i think we went in a strip club it got kind of foggy i know we ended right. up in a strip club at one point and it was like some strip club it was like these white girls they was up there doing their best and we like didn't stay in that long but <laughs> There's another stop that we make. We stop at this one spot. I don't remember how we end up there, but I remember my homeboy from college was like, hey, I'm going to buy you guys some hand grenades. So, Oh, great. Just what we needed. Just what. And so I remember sitting in the spot and I think I recorded it on my Instagram story. If you follow me, I specifically said, I do not need anything else. Before I know it, he's paying the guy and there's three hand grenades sitting on the bar. So I'm like, okay, so I have to take it. So I took it and drank it. And then again, that things went even further downhill. So after the hand grenade, like my friend, she started to get sick or whatever. And then whenever like I'm drunk and I'm not the first to get sick, if somebody else gets sick, then like, I guess it's like a maternal instinct. I guess it's the fact that I have a kid, but like I sober up really quickly so I can help take care of whoever's sick. So when she got sick, that's when like, I was like, all right, we need to go back to the hotel. Like the night is done. It's over with. So we go back to the hotel. She's good. You know, everything is good. My homeboy, he dropped us both off. He left. And then I get in the bed like she's fine. She gets in the bed. I get in the bed after that. Everything's fine. Wake up the next day. I feel like I've been hit by a bus. (laughs) 
I woke up the next day. I'm like, things are not okay. Things are not okay. So I woke oh up. I tried God. to walk around. I still hadn't thrown up. I was like, you know what? I need to throw up. I need to throw up. Right. So I just went and sat on the toilet and like just sat there like something has to happen. Like, like you know that feeling. Toilet. <laughs> Everybody yep. knows oh, like oh, I'll, that I'll sit on the later, toilet. But I, believe me, <laughs> I know the feeling. So I'm sitting there like something has to happen. Like I just don't feel well. Now, mind you, I woke up earlier because my friend, she's really strict on like fitness. So she woke up and went to the gym. She was like, I did all my throwing up last night. What I'm good as new. Demon? I'm great. So she went, got up, went to the gym that morning, went to the gym that morning, came back. and was like, oh, I need to go get water. So we walked to the Walgreens, walked right. back. I think it was me walking with no water that like led oh, yeah. to my demise. So we walked to Walgreens, walked back to the hotel. And then that's when I like got back in the room and I was like, okay, something's not right. Like, I don't feel good. Let me just sit on the toilet and pray that something comes out of either end. So I'm just right. like. So I'm just sitting on the toilet. It's like coming out one way or the other. <laughs> so I'm sitting on the toilet and nothing happens. So I'm like, let me just go lay back down. So I lay back down and my friend, I could tell she wants, like, she got up, took a shower, was getting ready, putting on makeup. She's like, well, maybe I can go get us some food. I'll get you some gumbo and I'll bring it back. I said, okay. So I'm laying in bed. Gumbo. Like, yes. Because she was hungry. Okay. So she was like, I'll go get you some gumbo and I'll bring it back. So I said, okay. I gave her the money. At this point, like your stomach yeah. is fucked up at this point. Right. Yeah, but I'm like, maybe I need to eat something. So she brought back the gumbo. I took two bites, and that is when the levees broke. That was it. So, <laughs> that's why I was like, wait a second. So that is a trigger. Gumbo. So, I, dr- I ate spices the- and seasoning. <laughs> oh, so Julie, you the- kickstarted it. I ate the gumbo, and that's when I started throwing up. So I'm throwing up like literally water and gumbo because that's all I had was like water and gumbo. So I'm thinking, okay, after I throw up, I'm like, all right, I'm good. Let's rock and roll. I'm going to get in the shower and we're going to start our day. I get in the shower. I get in the shower. And this is how I know I was fucked up because I was just standing in the shower, letting the water run. Like I wasn't even bathing. It took me 30 minutes to actually get up enough strength to bathe. The shower, like I just, I stood in there. So finally I bathed, got out and I sat on the bed and I'm like, I still don't feel good. Something is still not right. And so- literally like i lay down for a little bit another hour passes and i'm like all right juliet get up just get up and put your clothes on so i'm getting up by now like i can barely walk like i'm bent over trying to put on this time is it at this point it's like two o'clock i'm like trying to i'm trying to put on this romper i'm trying to do my makeup like just do something so i look presentable so i could go outside and start the day because like my friend she had never like she had been to new orleans once but like she had like never really done anything like she last time she was Mm -hmm. there she was like we just stayed in one spot and we didn't really get to do much so i'm like oh you know i have to like show this girl a good time you know we got to do stuff and so i'm literally like i just got to get out of the house so we call a lift to go to this spot called the french market so um we get in the lift. I'm walking again, doubled over in pain. I'm laying down in the backseat of the lift. Like I could not like oh, sit God. all the way up. I'm like, I don't feel good. And like, I have the water and I'm like trying to drink the water, but I just still felt that like, I don't know. Worse. I felt like, I felt like dizzy and like sick. So I get out of the lift at the French market and then my hands and feet start tingling. And I'm like, okay. <gasps> 
okay something's not right so like my hand and feet start tingling and i'm like i feel like i'm about to pass out so i sit down i tell my friend i'm like look man i feel like i'm about to pass out like i can't do this she's like no you need water so she went and got me some gatorade she's like maybe the electrolytes will help so i'm like sitting on the concrete trying to drink the gatorade it was not working now my whole body's tingling and i'm like solution (laughs) (laughs) so now now my whole body is tingling and i'm like things are not okay so she's like come on let's just go back to the hotel let's just go lay down i'm like all right i'm gonna go lay down and you can like you can like you know enjoy the rest of your day like it's fine like just go enjoy the rest of your day like just leave me here to die she's like okay so we get in the lift and our lift driver she's a black girl she's like are you okay and i'm like no i'm not okay i'm like laying in the back seat like breathing like by now i'm like hyperventilating because again my hands and feet are tingling my hands are starting to cramp up because i can't feel them and they're tingling mm-hmm. like you know how like it feels like when your feet are falling asleep right my whole body felt like that but it was especially in my hands and feet <laughs> and so like my no, hands and feet are my <laughs> no it's funny now so my hands and feet are cramping up my fingers are stiff i could not move my fingers and now i'm like hyperventilating and my friend is like well we were just out drinking last night but i think she's dehydrated and the lady was like you need to go to the emergency room and they need to give you some fluids i said well i have water and i have gatorade she's like no you need an iv and so oh my god she's she's like fuck this like i'm taking you to the emergency room i'm taking you to the emergency room and so she took me to the emergency room we pull up at the emergency room and then when i tell you when i got out of that lift i couldn't even walk like my friend had to like help me out of the lift and help me walk to the check-in desk when i get to the check-in desk i like have a full-blown anxiety attack again hyperventilating because i cannot feel my hands and feet i can't open my eyes i feel like i'm passing out and my friend is like she can't breathe <laughs> so, like like there's like there's like nurses like rushing like we're gonna get you a wheelchair I, the lady was asking me she was like do you know your name like can you just tell me your name so i barely could get my name out and my birthday she's like what's your social security number so i gave it to her and she's like are you from here and i'm like no i'm not from here she was like i don't need anything i don't even need your um your insurance card like they're gonna just take you back so they did like a bunch of tests made sure i wasn't having a stroke and so right. I'm in the, I'm in the triage room or whatever. And then they're like, what happened? And so me and my friend like kind of like tell them what happened. Like, again, I couldn't really talk. I wanted to cry, but the tears could not come out. Like, I don't I was so scared. Dehydrated. I was so scared. Literally, that I had nothing shame. left in me. Literally. So, so like, um, like, again, like my hands and stuff were like cramping up. I couldn't move them. And I'm showing them my hands. Like, I'm like, look at my fingers. Like, I can't move anything. And they're like, oh, it's probably your calcium is low and electrolytes and a whole bunch of shit. So they're like, okay. Right. So they did like an EKG. Again, they checked to make sure I wasn't having a stroke or anything like that. And then they um put me in like a bed. And then that's when they gave me the IV with fluids and stuff. Girl, they hooked that damn IV up, put that bag of fluids, gave me some medicine for nausea and gave me some Tylenol. I took a two hour nap, woke up good. It is new are you kidding i was like okay y'all can unhook me <laughs> i'm Let good me write this down so you need an iv <laughs> some tylenol and a nap yeah and some zofran some medicine for nausea listen girl <clears throat> the recipe the doctor came in That's so was, funny the doctor came in was like well has anything like this happened before like they kept asking me a bunch of questions and i'm like no like nothing like this has ever happened and so um they were asking like a bunch of questions about like my medical history and stuff like that. And then they were saying mm-hmm. that, um, they were saying that I forgot what they said. 
But then I remember like another doctor came in. He was like, are you in any hurry to get out of here? And I'm like, I got a concert to yes, go actually to. actually I am. Tonight. <laughs> so actually, I was, they were like, well, yeah. they were like, well, we can run some more tests. But if you feel better, I said, yes, I'm ready to go. So they unhooked me. Girl, I, I busted out of that joint, went and got some wings, changed for that concert and, and went. Now, my original plan, I got out of the hospital around six. Okay. I went around three and then I got out around six. So my original plan, since the concert started at nine, excuse me, the concert started at nine and I wanted to go like early, like six thirty seven, So I could be up front, but we didn't get mm-hmm. there until like nine fifteen. When I tell you lucky day went right on when his show started, he didn't have an oh, opener. Wow. So as soon as we got there, like he was walking out and I'm like, bro, what? But he put on a great show. He's fine as hell in person. That man is fine. He is finer than like the on hospital. the video. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I'm fresh out the damn hospital gown at this damn concert. Like I shouldn't be out With right the now. Wristband still on, girl. I popped that shit off in the wing joint. Okay. <laughs> oh but I'm like, God. oh my god, this is for the books. But yeah, and so that is the, that- the nurse was telling me she was like, um, a lot of people have the same problem, but I guess the humidity is different there. And she's like, people mm-hmm. don't notice like the air is just is different here. And so people are out partying and they are like outside of their normal routine and don't drink as much water as they usually do. And they end up getting dehydrated. So I'm like, wow. Right. Okay. At least I know yeah, I did. I definitely, yeah, I added that to my regimen, my regimen a couple years ago, like for every like alcoholic drink, I have to have water right after. Yeah. Because listen, me and my body are like, sis, what are you doing? What what, yeah. what, what do you think we're doing? No, it's not. It, I literally like can't drink and like not have a hangover anymore. Like it's not happening. It's just not happening. I like, thought it was I just drink, a regular just hangover. Out. Usually with the hangover, if I just get up and get moving, I'm fine. So I'm like, I just got to get up and get out. But girl, that was some other no. shit. And I could tell I was really dehydrated because I remember like even after I got out of the hospital, I kept drinking water and I'm like, how come I'm not peeing? And my friend was yeah. like, it's because you don't have no fucking fluids in <laughs> you. Fluids. Right. Um, your body's like, please and thank you. Girl. Keep it but coming. The concert was great. I, I loved it. I want to see him again just so I could be up close. But he's an amazing right. performer. It was a short concert, too. I'm glad. He literally got on stage, performed every damn song on his album, and got the fuck off. That concert was an hour <laughs> long. I'm telling you. It was not long at all. That is hilarious. He was literally like, like ready to get the fuck. Yes. He was like, all right, I'm gonna fuck with y'all. Like, and that was that. But he probably had another show later on or something like that. Yeah, he's on tour. It like he said, like it's coming to an end. So he has a few more shows, but yeah. Oh yeah, he's done. He's ready to go. But yeah, after that, Whoa, um, what, what a trip. Yeah, the next day. And then my other homegirl, Raven, she's a flight attendant. So she showed up that night. She called me and was like, I just landed. Where are you? I said, I'm in the hospital. She was like, What? <laughs> oh my god girl that after the concert crazy. after the concert um we went um and got beignets and that was that and then the next day we kind of wandered around a little bit more ate good and then i left and went home wow what an ending to a trip yes <laughs> that's one for the books i cannot deal with you i cannot deal with you i feel like i'm out the game i feel like i'm like done drinking maybe it'll be a different story on my birthday maybe but listen people make fun of me because everywhere i go like i'm i'm gonna get y'all get bottles or whatever i'm getting wine because i'm not about (laughs) to play with y'all like no i can't do it like and if i do drink (laughs) if i do drink hard liquor like i like i said i'd have to have water Mm -hmm. we have the the kit wherever we go out of town we get the kit ready ginger ale 
in case you have like you know stomach pains the next day mm -hmm. we have um bc powder on deck mm -hmm. that'll help with like the pain like that's aspirin and caffeine so it kind of helps like remove like you know when you're getting so drunk to the point you're about to pass out or mm -hmm. like blackout mm -hmm. that'll reverse it it's like a time machine it cancels all that out. So really water, BC powder, Pedialyte for the electrolytes. Like you just need the kit handy because we're old. We're like in our late twenties. Like our bodies cannot play those kind of games anymore. Girl, and that, that, that was way. an eye opener. Like I can't yeah. do this dumb shit no End more. End up in the hospital. Girl, I was in the whole hospital crazy. out of town. I'm like, I'm not yeah. even fucking from here. What am I doing in this hospital? Right. What, what is my life right now? Look Girl. at me. I can't even listen. It was a hot. I, I can't mess. judge you because I like we a couple weeks ago we were at homecoming. The first night that was I was I didn't end up in the hospital, but I was the only one who didn't make it. I threw up so much that yeah. I don't even remember. I was like, <laughs> how did I end up doing that? How did this happen to me? It was bad. It was really bad. I was like, you know what? You're not doing this again. You are going to pace yourself, young lady, from here on out. And then I did for like a day and a half, and I was right back to it. That last day, I was like, we got to end with a bang. Girl, so, I feel like I'm out the game. I'm like, yeah, wanting to I'm sit done. my ass down somewhere. I am done. Mm -mm. So yeah, so like I said, homecoming was a couple of weeks ago. I'm gonna give a really quick recap at this point because I'm late, so it's okay. So the first day, um, we went to this really great event. It was called Family Reunion. That's when I just drank way too much because I don't know how to control myself and I don't get out much. So yeah. <laughs> I went and we had a really good time. And then um I didn't make it out that night, but the next day I woke up really, really early and I was setting up because it was my cousin's birthday. So we ended up celebrating her birthday, which was a lot of fun. Um, we went to Friday. This is, we went to a day party called Carpe Diem. It's really, really fun. It's like a homecoming staple. Like if you go mm -hmm. to homecoming, you know, you have to go to Carpe. Yeah. Um, and they still don't know how to act. Um, I would do a whole rundown on booth etiquette, but you know what? At this point, I just don't believe that y'all are going to take heed. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to waste my time, but um, I'm not even going to get into it, <laughs> but niggas don't know how to act. But what I will say really quick is um, don't touch the bottles. If you didn't put mm -hmm. in, you didn't pay don't touch, for. don't touch people's bottles. But um, other than that, it was a really, really good time. Um, after that, oh, we went to Camille's performance. She performed at Fame Fest. That was mm -hmm. a lot of fun. Her performance was really great. She did a great job. Mm -hmm. Um, of course there was some bullshit, but niggas, yeah. niggas are gonna. Let me tell you, niggas from episode one, niggas are gonna nig every chance they get. Every chance you give, they, them. it will not fail you. They will nig every single time. So just take heed. So Saturday we went to the game, and let me tell you something. Tallahassee was a different kind of hot. It was so hot that it was just like unbearable. It felt like as soon as you stepped out, it was like the sun was just sitting on your shoulders. Mm -mm. It was too much. It mm -mm. was it was entirely too hot. And then um, but for some reason we just decided to stay out there all fucking day. So by the time it was time for us to go to the moon, we were kind of like, I don't want to say dehydrated because this is a bad time, but <laughs> <laughs> it's it's too soon, still fresh. We had we had, right, we had a little um sun exhaustion, I'll say. Mm -hmm. So um we um it was time to go to like the last event which was the moon everybody like kind of decided at the last minute the, the moon was going to be the last event and like we were really like at this point tired over it we're tired of putting on heels my feet were on fire and that's an understatement at this point after three four days my feet were like i swear to god if you put on another pair of heels on me i'm just gonna stay here like it oh, was yeah. done for yeah i don't so even play decided, those games anymore I, yeah I, 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 it was it was ridiculous like i was like my feet like had blisters at this point like they were they were hurting like i'm sure however your hands and feet felt when you just had no more feeling left in them mm -mm. that was my feet mm -mm. 
So um, so we, we just ended up like, you know, the only solution at this point to have a good time tonight is if we take like five shots before we leave the house. Yeah, you have to. At that point, you got to yeah. just take yeah, the edge off. Get, you, yeah, so it ended up we got there and the moon was literally like the grand finale. Like yeah. it was so much fun. Like I can't even describe it. Like I had the best time ever. Like it was just so much fun. So shout out to FAMU's homecoming. Mm. It was a lot of fun. It was great seeing everybody. Hey, Another I feel thing. like I feel like if you know, if I ain't make it this year, I don't know why. Like I didn't. Again, I slept hard, but I'm like, you know what? It's not gonna be the same. So, oh yeah, next year that's done. That yeah. is done, done. Like I am not going. No, thank you. And plus, I already have like a lot of like my friends have like other things going on in October, and I'm like, I don't need to do a back to back homecoming, and then I have other things. So I'm like, nah. I'm yeah. good. That was great, though. Thank you so much, Tallahassee. That was great, <laughs> but I will not be back anytime soon. Yeah. But um, another great thing that happened during homecoming, it was really crazy because, like, I don't know. I just felt like I had a lot of moments where it was like, wow, like, everything changes, but everything doesn't change at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just like, you know, being in your old stomping grounds. You see a lot of people that you haven't seen in years. Mm-hmm. And one of the great things I can say is, like, I ran into, like, um a friend of mine that I hadn't talked to in years. Like, we just had, like, a little situation happen. Mm-hmm. And we just, I felt like it was something that just needed a conversation. Like, I didn't hate this person. I didn't feel like they hated me, but there was definitely things that needed to be addressed. And we, like, randomly, I just got this feeling like, okay, this is the time. Talk mm-hmm. to the person. And we had a conversation. And I tell you, I felt so light. I felt so much better. Like, it was, like, a really great moment. And that was, like, really one of my highlights of the whole weekend. Like, yeah. I was like, what a fucking homecoming, bro. Yeah. Like, you just, it was, like, it was crazy. But, um, oh, and how could I forget? I met Scotty Beam. <laughs> Thank you so much, Homecoming. How did that happen? What happened? Random. After the the fucking grand finale of the moon, we went to um, Waffle House. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And we were all sitting there, like, hanging out, chilling, waiting for our food. And it was funny because I had saw on somebody's story earlier that day that she was in Tallahassee. And I'm like, what the fuck? Scotty Beam's here? And she was, like, at the Essence booth. At the the Essence booth. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm meeting her. I'm meeting her. Like, I just kept saying, I was like, I'm going to meet her. So mm-hmm. when she walked into the Waffle House, when I was, I was like, move, get me out. I need to <laughs> get me out of here. Like, I need to go say hi to my good sis. And she was a really, really sweet. She was so nice. Like, I could tell she was drunk. I was drunk. And we were both oh <laughs> trying to gosh. keep our composure. I was like, I hope I'm not screaming in her ear or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, my God. I love you. Hi, Scotty. Like, I just really hope <laughs> I wasn't looking stupid or sounding dumb, but she was super sweet. And I was like, Scott, I just want to say hi to you because I really love your work. And I just think you're so great. Blah, blah, blah. She was like, thank you. She was like, you could tell she was trying to keep her composure. She's like, you're, you're so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I'm like, wow, she's being nice because I definitely had drinks spilled on me tonight. I know my mascara is running, but thank you, sis, for your kind words. <laughs> Oh my god! And I will just take them. And I was like, "Can we take a picture?" And I tell you, I have never in my life asked anybody for no fucking yes. picture. That's just not my style. Mm-hmm. That is not me. I would probably like say hi, of course. Like I'm not too cool to be like, "Oh, I like your work" or "I like the stuff you do." Mm-hmm. But I'm not about to ask you for a picture. But I was like, "Uh, uh-uh, universe put me here. I'm taking a picture." Yeah. And she was really cool. Like the first one came out real fucked up, and she took another one with me. Like, come on, Aww. real sis shit. Like, so that was great. Like, what a fucking what a homecoming. Like, my friend performed. It was my cousin's birthday. We went to all the events were so much fun. Mm-hmm. Met Scotty, re- reconciled the friendship. Like, what mm-hmm. a weekend. It was a moment. <sighs> it was. It was. It was a great weekend. It definitely was. But that brought me to, and I think this was, we were supposed to talk about this last week. So it might be. I mean, it's still relevant because it's always going to be relevant. But um, this brought me to like wanting to think about like forgiveness. And um, a couple of weeks ago, it might have been like last week, 
um, it was, <clears throat> excuse me, it was the trial of the young man in Dallas and the, I believe the mm-hmm. ladies, what's her name? I really don't try to remember these white people's names. It's like, what's her name? Great. Amber Ashley Geiger. Something. Amber, Amber Geiger. There we go. Mm-hmm. Amber Geiger, she got sentenced last week for murdering the young man in his own apartment in Dallas, Texas. And she got sentenced to 10 years mm-hmm. for murder, for like cold blooded murder, 10 years. Mm-hmm. And everybody in that courtroom acted like she was the victim. Yeah. For some odd reason. Like I was so confused. I was like, am I missing a part of this story? Like what what like what am I missing here? And so even the judge came from around the bench and hugged her. The bailiff was patting her head and brushing her hair. The brother of the victim came around and gave her a hug. And I had to tell my siblings, I wish I don't give a fuck what, what happens. What type of Ain't spiritual journey you're on. Absolutely not. That's everybody comes talking about. Well, that's you know, that's forgiveness, and that's what forgiveness looks like. It's not for the other person, it's for yourself. And I was like, ah, 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 because I'm fresh off forgiveness. I'm I'm, I'm clear on forgiveness. That's not what that is like. And I really just feel like I don't know. I feel like we're getting like this false definition of what forgiveness is, what it looks like, and what it feels like. Because that's not it. I feel like forgiveness has to be a mutual thing like it has to be a mutual experience it's not like oh it's not about the other person it's for you how can I move forward with the interaction that happened between the both of us without you participating the same way you participated in whatever happened I need you to participate in the apology and the forgiveness Mm -hmm. there's no way like there's no I don't like I just don't feel like there was just something that didn't sit right with me but I don't know I it made me sick to my stomach so I don't understand how i guess i'm just i i'm not on the same spiritual wave like i just how do you like look at somebody who killed your brother and say oh i i don't want you to go to jail i want you to give your life to christ like how do you not have any anger like i don't know if it's give your life to christ in jail i don't know if it's me or if it's him but one of us got it fucked up and i don't think it's me i just don't don't think it's me I don't think it's me. I don't, and I don't think forgiveness can happen that fast. Like, right? You have closure yet? You haven't even processed yet. Like, you just lost a sibling. Maybe it's been like maybe a year at this point. But like, that's not how that works. Like, that's just not how that. That's not realistic. And then it's like, look at the data. Look at the data. Like that lady was sending racist text messages. She had like racist Facebook posts, like all that. Like, how do you look at this person and say like, oh, like I freak like what in the hell that, i just i don't understand it like i can't wrap I, my mind I around mean, that i was like is this, i don't am i missing something like what verse like what bible verse what scriptures like which one say like you're just supposed to let people do what the fuck they want to do to you right you're supposed to be like you know i i you know i forgive you like that's just the, the, it doesn't make sense to me i just feel like, like it's like I don't know. Like as far what? as as far as forgiveness goes, like that's not what it looks like to me. I, I don't I don't I don't think that I'm not that good at forgiveness. So we'll just start there. I mean, <laughs> I will let things go, but like I'll hold a grudge internally. Like I'll always feel some type of way about you. Like it may I may I used to be like that. I may let you back in, but I'm still gonna feel something and like I'm gonna be petty about it. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna mention it when I get the chance, like, you know. I'm going to say oh, okay. something like I, I, yeah, I, I hold grudges. I've always been an all or nothing kind of person. Like it's either we, we cool or we not. You know what I mean? It's like you mm-hmm. could be, and there's been times like in the past where people might've apologized, like, you know, 
And I'm like, you can keep that. Like, that shit ain't doing nothing for me. Like, I don't want yeah. your apology. You can keep it. But there's a certain level, like, when you feel a sincerity and when you feel like a person has, like, really, um, like, thought about it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They've really pondered that at the time. They've really seen, like, from a different perspective. Or they might have been like, you know what? I still feel like I was right for what I was thinking at the time. Mm-hmm. But I can see now where you are coming. It has to be mutual. Right. It has to be mutual. It's not just like, a, I fucked up. I'm sorry. Like, where where is the growth in that? Yeah, there's an no... apology should feel like a release. It should feel light. You should feel great after. It shouldn't feel like when you forgive someone, you feel great. Like when you feel like you've been forgiven, like it's, it has to be mutual to be like, well, you fucked up. You know, I can never like undo what you did, but I forgive you. What the fuck? Yeah, there's no. Yeah, there's no know. redemption in that. There's just no like it just made no sense to me. But I, I was again, like, maybe I, I got any... it fucked up. That's what I'm saying. Like, one of us got it fucked up. Now, I haven't had any real, like, revelations, like how you have with your friend and stuff like that. Like, I haven't mm-hmm. had any of that in a, in a, in a long while. I, I haven't really had any hard conversations. I mean, the last time, like, I've fallen out with a few people this year. And only one person I've really made up with. But it wasn't, like, a oh, official. Like, we, this is what I did to hurt you. And, you know, I'm really sorry. And, you know, hopefully we can be cool mm-hmm. again. It was just a, like, oh, we back talking again? All right, cool. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Now that I'm not doing at this big age of 28. Oh no, 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 no. We got, and you know, it's funny. Cause I used to be the one to like run away from like hard conversations, yeah. but now I'm like, we, we going to talk about it or we not going to talk. I hate like, having the ugly conversation. Like I will avoid the fuck out of that shit. I'll be talking about it in therapy. Like, look, I know what I need to do, but for some reason I just can't do it, sis. I can have like a worksheet or like a, like a script on what to say in front of me. And I'm just like, mm, right. No. And I don't know when I became that way. I was, I used to be mm-hmm. really confrontational, but now I'm just like, <laughs> Oh, and you know, I don't even mean like confrontation, like confrontational doesn't even have to be like in like a negative or in like an aggressive way. But like, I really felt like at that moment when I saw like my friend and I was like, I really felt the urge because all my friends were like, we're walking towards the game, but the other mm-hmm. person's on the other side. I felt like, you know, you can really just keep walking right now and avoid yeah. it. And you don't got to, you really don't have to confront it if you don't want to. Yeah. But something just pulled, like something was like, you know, like this is the time. So I yeah. would just like confront it, have the conversation. And I tell you, I'm so glad I did. Like, it felt great. Like, yeah, I, that was like really like a, like a growing moment as a person for me. Yeah. Now, as far as like that. having like that urge, like I'll have that urge, but it'll be like in the wrong situation. Like I, I know <laughs> like, f- like when somebody has done me wrong and I'm like, well, I need to do something to like, you know, make the playing field even like I, I don't know. Oh, okay. Like, Okay, so I had a fallout with a, a, a really close friend of mine, like, not too long ago. Mm-hmm. I talked about it on the show, and, um, like, the person, like, they were dead-ass wrong in, like, what, like, in everything. I was in no way wrong in the situation. I've asked multiple people. I've looked at it different types of ways. And I'm like, there was no way that I was wrong in the situation. Okay. They were wrong. But I'm like, I still, like, for the longest, even now, I feel the urge to, like, reach out and be like, hey, like, what, like, what happened? Like, what's going on? Like, you know, but. But not to gain clarity to, to um. <laughs> yeah like to to fix things and to i really do want clarity like i want to know what happened like what led you to to say these things like and you know what 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 led to this but i know that like i didn't do anything wrong like i don't have like i have nothing to apologize for and i Mm -hmm. shouldn't this person doesn't deserve me being the bigger person at this time and i think it has to do with like childhood like my mom like was really like nitpicky and very critical of me 
all Mm -hmm. the time and I was always looking for like approval like I always wanted to like impress her or make her proud or make her like happy and she was just like never fucking satisfied with things that I did and so that carries on into like relation I feel like I need to like prove myself when it comes to like friendships and like people that I care about and like my real friends they're like girl like no girl like why are you so apologetic yeah like why are you always so apologetic like why are you always feel like you got to explain yourself about every little thing like why are you so hard on yourself and I'm like I can't help it but then like other people that like this other person for example that I thought was like a real friend of mine you know she like saw that weakness and then like harped on it and played on it and like played into that weakness and used it to her advantage. And that led to the reason why we fell out. And she knows that I'm the type of person to like, you know, kind of kiss ass a little bit and be like, well, what happened? Like, can you tell me like what I did wrong? Like, you know, what is it? With people that I care about, they get that part of me. If I don't give a fuck about you, you're going to know that I don't give a fuck about you. But like if somebody, if I let somebody in, then then they get the, you know, the Julia who wants like constant approval or like they're overly apologetic okay. Julia. And so mm-hmm. that person, she knew that. And so she said what she said, expecting me to do what I usually do, which is like, be like, well, what, like what happened? Like, can you explain? Like, can you tell me what I did wrong? Like, why are we here? But I didn't do that. And I think that made her even more mad. And that led to us absolutely not talking, her blocking me on everything. So I don't know. That's, I don't know. I, you know, I look deep into everything. I'm like, that really just might be like a, um, like a signal to like that part of yourself. Look what that part of yourself, the kind of person that it attracts, like a person that could like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want to get deep. We've, we've, we've done enough <laughs> but yeah as far as forgiveness goes like I really would like to get better at you know having those ugly conversations and forgiving and I don't like forgiveness to me is like it's more personal it's like oh well like I said like we're back talking again it's cool like I've like I kind of put it in the back of my mind and that's what forgiveness looks like to me not that and it gives people I've noticed a lot of times it gives people like that impression that it's okay for them to do exactly what they did again Maybe because I didn't say, maybe because I didn't say something like, hey, this was fucked up. Please don't do this again. I'm kind of just like, maybe "Uh." because what I will say is that it took years for us to get to this conversation. So maybe like, like I said, like that, that forgiveness that happens in like 72 hours. That's kind of like, yeah, you know, got to let some time go by. You got to let it be like, just so you know, like, that's not cool with me. This is a deal breaker. You know what I mean? Like, this is not going to fly. And then after, you got to let the time go by. And you be like, okay, so she was dead ass serious. Like, this wasn't a joke. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes, like, it's not even, like, a one-sided thing. You might feel like I did something to you. You know what I mean? And it's like, and you might be like, nope, I don't care. I'm done with it. Whatever. So it's kind of like, it really does take time for your perspective to shift, for your heart to open back up, for you to learn, for you to gain compassion again. Like, because once you, like, go from, like, I don't like you I, I really don't fuck with you like that really no more to like I could care less about you like it takes it takes time to get to that so mm-hmm. I think it has to take time for you to grow back to that point for where you it's to like circle okay back around, yeah. I I respect you know I have compassion for you I kind of get you I have respect for you again and like it, it really takes time like I I don't understand that 72 hour forgiveness is that the name of the episode 72 hour forgiveness it yeah, might be we can talk it, about it really that. could be um yeah we can, we yeah. can name it that we can name it that because <laughs> yeah. I don't believe in that that um that brand of forgiveness that shit is not for me yeah because it doesn't it it's not realistic and it doesn't make sense yeah and it, i don't feel like you get the full effect and then at the, at the end of the day it's like once i really experienced it i'm like there's no way that you felt that 
that fast. Yeah. So what are we talking about? Yeah. But yeah, that is all I had for the main topic this week. That was cute. I'm glad. You know, who would have thought that homecoming would have brought after throwing up four times in one night? <laughs> who would have thought that <laughs> homecoming would have brought us the content? The content. Who would have thought? Because I thought it was going to be pure trash. I was like, great. This is what I'm doing mm-hmm. at my big age. But look, I came full circle. That is growth. That is pure growth. And I'm proud. I am proud. I wish I had something positive. Well, no. Like I said, that tour was great. I learned about um, more about Marie Laveau. <clears throat> she- <laughs> my good- Marie Laveau into this. Oh, my good sis. <laughs> I learned more about her. Oh I learned about Julia St. Claude. And... Uh- <laughs> Julia, you should be ashamed. Some more After people. all this rich history, that's what you went and did. Yeah, like I am ashamed. But I mean, yeah. I had a great time. And I can't wait to go back. Loved it. Oh, man. But yeah, that's um, pretty much all I have to. I don't really have. have um, oh, do you have um anything for if, if anybody needs to hear this? I sure do. Ooh. It came from my good sis, Miriam Haas Hasna. I don't know how to pronounce her last name, but everybody calls oh, her Haas on the internet streets. Yes. Yeah. So she um this was actually something that um I had been like journaling about for the past few days and then she posted it on her Instagram and I was like, aha, message from the universe. Mm-hmm. It says an important law in this universe that seems paradoxical, but that we all eventually must learn. You manifest by letting go more than you do by holding on. And that really resonated with me because I'm a control freak. I Mm. have to like plan everything. I have to, everything has to happen how I want it to happen. And then it's kind of like, that's just not how the universe works. Like Mm -hmm. it has a bigger plan for you sometimes more than what you can imagine. And while you're sitting here holding on, and I think I've said this like in past episodes, like while you're holding on to what you want or what you think you want, like Mm -hmm. your hands are not open to receive Mm -hmm. what you're really meant to have. So let that shit go. And that's my on second thought or my, I don't know who needs to hear this, but that's all I had. Let that wow, shit go. I received that. Let it go. Yep. That that hit me hard this morning. Ooh. I was like, listen, I needed that message. Wow. And it was crazy. Cause like I said, I had been journaling about it. Like things that I want. I've been writing down like all these things that I want, but I, changes I want to make. Like my birthday's coming up next month. It's always like a big time for me to reflect and really mm. evaluate and take stock in every aspect of my life. And so I was just been writing and journaling a lot more right. than usual. And then that message just came to me. So yeah, that's all I had for um my on second thought this week or I don't know who needs to hear this but I don't have message. I don't have anything of substance. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead with the bullshit. I'm here for it. So I, I already a, have something. I had a tweet that went viral a few days ago and I just want to say for all the men out there, please stop asking women for shit. It's not a joke. It's not funny. Anytime a woman is at the mall and you say, "Oh, what are you getting me?" It's gross. Anytime a woman is cooking or out buying food and you say, where's mine at? Where's my plate? Bring me something. It's gross. Stop asking women for things when you barely know them. If it's your girlfriend, great. If it's your wife, great. If y'all have been dating for a long time, great. But if you just met a woman, it's gross. Please do not go into partnerships with your fucking hand out. It's nasty. Do not do it. I don't give a fuck who feels a way about it. That's it. Did you see that video? What? Where the girl was like, when niggas asked, what, what am I going to cook for them? And she's like, literally like chopping up air. Exactly. Not a damn thing, bitch. Not a Gross. fucking thing. What I've noticed, like, I have a kid. And so like, I have even less tolerance. Like, I already have to support this little nigga that I done pushed out. Okay. I'm not getting, I'm not giving you shit. I'm not doing it. Ew. Like. Well, not today. Not, not right now. Not like, today. Bro. Give me a year. <laughs> then maybe I'll think about it. 
It's not funny. And like oh so many God. men were like coming at me like, oh, it's a joke. Y'all don't have no sense of humor. What's funny about a begging ass nigga? Where's the joke in that? Please we're help old. me understand. They do realize that, right? They this is not high school without me. Where's mine? Are you fucking kidding without me? Without me was so cute in 10th grade. Like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> in 10th grade, you would have got like a LOL. You would have got, oh, you didn't tell me. I would have made you some. Listen, at 28, you're getting, to be you're getting blocked. You're getting blocked so fast. Ew. Oh my god. That's literally oh it. That's all I had. Like I said, I, I have nothing of substance this week. <laughs> I'm still trying to to rejuvenate my body. I have to go back to work tomorrow and you know Oh my god. I hope you're staying hydrated and resting. Because... I have been drinking nothing, but I have not I've been playing no games. Okay. I've been so scared. Okay. But next week I'll be good to go though. So thank you all for listening to episode eighty three of this show. Amen. Um you can follow us on Instagram at Backtod Podcast, follow us at on twitter at underscore backtalk pod our website is www.backtalkpodcast.com our email is backtalkthepodcast at gmail.com and that is all i have for this week we thank you guys for listening once again and thank you guys for bearing with us you know what this is going to be a special episode because it's going to come out tomorrow Mm -hmm. thursday Mm -hmm. friday Mm -hmm. one of these days and then you're still going to get one (laughs) on on monday Monday. (laughs) so we are here okay yes we We love you all we love y'all thank you (laughs) Bye. bye